This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. January 22, 1901. A cable goes out to the world from East Cows on the Isle of Wight. Victoria R.I., by the grace of God, Queen of the United Kingdom, of Great Britain and Ireland, Defender of Faith and Empress of India, is no more. All that stuff sounds just about as ridiculous to me as when Emperor Norton was saying it about himself in San Francisco 30 years earlier, but English people seem to like it. Back to the cable. She passed away without pain or suffering at Osborne House at 6.30 o'clock this evening. King Edward VII rules in her stead. England is silent with grief. Queen Victoria was 81 years old. She'd been the queen for almost 64 years. She was the longest reigning monarch in British history. That would be true for another 114 years. Officials of the court announced that no preparations had been made for the elaborate proceedings that had to happen next, the crowning of Edward as king. The Chronicle's report came from the newspaper The Sun in New York. It said, One would imagine that the great age of the sovereign would have led to some consideration of the inevitable problem now presented. It is only another evidence of the marvelous hold that the queen had upon the affections of all the classes, most of all, those personally attached to her. These simply refused to consider the possibility of her death. Yeah, that's probably not true. More than a century later, we now know that Victoria ruled her household with an iron fist. Though she had nine children, she hated being pregnant, hated giving birth, and mostly didn't like the kids very much once they were born. She thought breastfeeding was disgusting. Once the kids aged out of that, she found plenty of other things to dislike about them. She was a tyrant, micromanaging their lives and always finding fault with them. She held out a special dislike for her eldest, Bertie. I mean, Edward, Prince of Wales, Earl of Chester, High Grand Muckety Muck of Dublin, and so on and so forth. Now to be known forever as King Edward VII. The Queen thought he was ugly. That's his mom. She thought he was ugly and kind of dumb. He was an indifferent student and he was sort of a screw up, you know, typical teenager of the 1850s. But he did have this thing that Victoria didn't. People liked him. I mean, people who knew him liked him. It was true for his whole life. Regular listeners to this show may have heard this story, but one person who liked him was an actress by the name of Nellie Clifton. She spent several nights with him in camp when he was sent to Ireland to take part in military maneuvers in 1861 when he was 19. The idea had been to knock some military discipline into Bertie. When word got back to the palace, Victoria's husband, Prince Albert, went up to Cambridge to see his son and scold him. They took a long walk in the rain. Albert, already sickly, came down with a terrible fever and he died. Victoria was devastated. If you get a picture in your mind when I say Queen Victoria, you probably picture her wearing black. That's because she wore mourning clothes for the last 40 years of her life. She blamed Edward for Albert's death, and she never forgave him. 
Victoria was genuinely in love with Prince Albert, who was her first cousin. They met when she was 16, and she proposed to him when she was 20. That's how it had to go. He couldn't propose to her because she was already the queen. Their relationship was passionate, but they also fought a lot. Victoria was given to rages, which terrified Albert. He wondered whether she might have inherited mental illness from her grandfather, George III. He took on some of her duties during her many pregnancies, which she appreciated, but she also felt like he was trying to take on too much power. Victoria became something of a recluse after Albert died. Her public appearances were much more rare after 1861, and while she was a revered figure, the influence of the monarchy waned in those decades. Most European monarchies failed to survive the First World War, but Great Britain was an exception. And that may have been a result of some important reforms put in place by Edward VII. That's right, good old screw-up playboy Bertie. When Queen Victoria died, all the shops in Great Britain closed. So did the theaters and the music halls, all the places of entertainment. They'd stay closed until the funeral, which wouldn't happen until February 2nd, though nobody quite knew that yet. The Chronicle's report quoted a distinguished gentleman giving a toast at an important dinner in London on the night of the Queen's death. Amid great sorrow, he said, we must follow the practice of the Constitution and recite, God save the King. It was 1901. Nobody had said that in England since 1837. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.